Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Planned Assassination Discovery of the Plot by a Young Boy Last-Minute Appeals to Centurions an veritable battalion of the Roman military protecting one Jewish guy. One guy. Finally, an escape under the cover of darkness. Today's passage felt like the climax of a movie, and yet we know the story goes on. Hello again, Anchor Daily. This is Andy Landon, and today we're looking at Acts 23, 12-35. And when I first read this passage, I was a bit overwhelmed at everything that was going on. But as I reread it, I was struck by how bad things were looking for Paul and how chaotic and tumultuous the world seemed at that moment. Earlier in the chapter, we saw Paul called on the carpet and even struck in the face. Some choice words between Paul and the ruling authority and then verses 12 through 15 identify over 40 people plotting to kill Paul, some bounding themselves with an oath not to eat again until it was done. Serious commitment and serious malice. They even go to the chief priests and elders with the plan, so this group wasn't trying to be quiet about this. Including the ruling authority to me, gives it a sense of finality and overwhelming opposition. This feels like the enemy pulling out all the stops to finish Paul and quell the spreading of the gospel for good. But God is sovereign. In Exodus 3.14, he says, I am who I am. Isaiah 14.24 says, The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely, as I have planned, so it will be. As I have purposed, so it will happen. Just before our passage in Acts 23.11, The Lord had told Paul, he will testify in Rome, so that is the Lord's plan. And if you have the ability to answer, I am who I am, when someone questions your ability to implement an audacious plan, like Moses did in Exodus 3, then we know things are going to get done when you make a plan. God's sovereignty is shown throughout the rest of the passage. A young boy, who happens to be Paul's nephew, is in the right place at the right time to overhear the plot. A centurion is actually willing to listen to the prisoner and then to listen to a young boy and then even act on it. The centurion, perhaps being motivated to advance his career by talking about how he saved this Roman citizen, taking up the chain. And I think in God's way of showing Paul how serious he is, a detachment of 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 spearmen escort Paul to Caesarea. I am who I am. And Paul you will get to Rome. Two other stories of God's sovereignty came up while researching this passage. The book of Esther, where Esther was in the right place to prevent the genocide of her people by Haman. Surely the looming specter of being annihilated would be a pretty rough time. The Jewish people were God's chosen people and would represent him, Deuteronomy 14.2, so annihilation wasn't in God's plan. Another was Joseph and his amazing technicolor dream coat in Genesis how despite a truly evil plan to kill their own brother, God used it to save and redeem the family of Jacob and therefore the lineage of Abraham, whom God promised would have descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. Genesis 26.4 Now, for me personally, recent world events have been difficult to bear. The war in Ukraine, the tension and estrangement with Russia, and similar simmering hostilities between other countries has made the world feel like it is a powder keg. Tragedies in the U.S., fighting and tension over seemingly every issue, even conflict in our small community, has me feeling like things are unraveling. 
And if I'm being honest, I've had moments wondering what God's plan is and how this is all going to work out. And do I even need to mention that the last 26 months of COVID and the uncertainty and division that manifested from that? But I am thankful for scripture written thousands of years ago where things also look chaotic and uncertain, but we got to see the ending. How we can read it now and see it as all part of God's master plan. Our passage from Acts, where Paul is protected and shares the good news before King Agrippa and eventually gets to Rome, just as God planned. The story of Esther and the preservation of God's chosen people. Joseph being sold into slavery and it being pivotal to saving his family and continuing God's redemptive story. I'm also thankful for Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. God's ways aren't my ways. I can't figure out how today's conflicts will all work out, but God can. And he is certainly orchestrating world events to fulfill his purpose. Proverbs 21.1 says, The king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Even when leaders' plans are evil, like the ruling authority that wanted to kill Paul in today's passage, it is God's good plan that will come to pass. I am who I am. Would you pray with me? Father, you are sovereign. I am so thankful that you are holy and you are eternal and that you want what is best for your creation. God, I confess that I can't see what your plan is right now, but I trust that you are in full control and your will will be done. Help me to lean into you when things seem uncertain and tumultuous. You are who you say you are. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.